Hello and welcome back to the MBS podcast with me, Lucy Luscious. Me, Naomi Watkins. And me, Katie Pye. How are we all today, ladies? Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, I'm not too bad. Not too bad. So before we were airing the show, Katie, you were telling us about your amazing creation, weren't you? It's, I mean, I didn't think audience. I mean, it's not my creation. I mean, it's my creation as in I made it, but it's not my invention. Mr. Kentucky. Um, yeah, I just basically, um, I had some leftover uh, fried chicken from a well-known fried chicken chain, and I put it in a rice cooker with some rice and some soy sauce and made, yeah, what is called, well, basically a, a fried chicken rice sort of thing. Although it's not really that fried, but it basically infuses all the flavour. Um, so that's been my dinner tonight. I mean, it is kind of fried chicken. It's KFC. Oh, you gave away the thing. I was hoping that we could get a sponsorship from someone else. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's be honest. we not at the size where we're going to get a sponsorship from KFC. Naomi, you're, you're forever filled with pessimism, aren't you? I mean, yes. you know, we're, we're, we're going places. All right, we're going places. Yeah. Where? <laughs> I don't, I don't, I'd, yeah, maybe this. I don't know if KFC would sponsor this podcast, but if anyone is listening who works at KFC, uh, email us nbspodcast at gmail.com. Oh, smooth. I love that. Naomi, what have you been up to since we last uh, convened? Have a guess. Work? <laughs> yes. If we ever made a t shirt <laughs> or got merch together, uh, it would it would definitely be one of them would have to say Naomi Watkins. I've been working. <laughs> well, I mean, you probably know all about or, work, ju- or just work, 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 or something. You know, girl Rihanna. Well, we briefly touched on it last episode. Um, I think we went off on a bit of a tangent into this, but I think this week we're going to start talking about uh, relationships. Not necessarily romantic, but every relationship. So. Romantic, family, friend relationships, your relationship with yourself probably as well. Cool. So I guess um, for clarity, I guess at time of recording, um, I guess it's probably worth stating what our relationship statuses are. This sounds weird. It feels like Facebook, you know, back when you used <laughs> to have to do that. What what would what would your what what would a Facebook profile for Naomi Watkins say at the moment? It's currently single. Lucy... Not actively looking, though. <laughs> <laughs> Lucy, what about you? I'm like Nigel Thornberry. I'm single and ready to mingle in the world. Oh, I thought you were going to say you were smashing. Isn't I Nigel wish... Thornberry... Doesn't he have a wife? I'm pretty sure he has a wife. Yeah, but I was imagining Google? Nigel Thornberry to be like the, you know, the park ranger going through the world, searching for his prey. That sounds really predatory. No. Uh, I'm not like that at all. I'm I'm very nice and a, a, a genuine catch. This isn't okay. this isn't uh, that like an advert for any of us. Yeah, <laughs> this is not his wife. His wife's name is Marianne Thornbury. Yeah, don't don't DM us. Don't DM us. Um, <laughs> don't at me. Um, and I'm uh, so I, I I guess I'm in a relationship and yeah. So obviously not seeking a new relationship. I thought you were going to say I'm in a relationship and I'm single. <laughs> no, no, I'm. I'm not I'm, sure how I'm that would a, work. I'm in a long-term loving relationship. Um, cool. So I guess, like, obviously, with with you both being single, um, I guess it'd be it'd be interesting to obviously sort of discuss a little bit about how maybe you both. Um, like I, I think we've touched on it in previous episodes, but I mean, how do you both like approach dating? And uh, as someone who who identifies as as, as uh, non-binary or gender fluid uh, from that side, do you, do you? So I mean, do you do you tend to go and try like meet people offline, or, or do you use the apps at all, or anything like that? Well, at the minute, I'm not doing anything mainly because there is a pandemic going on. And even when I do something, it's normally quite poorly. <laughs> um, yeah, so I generally try to use apps whenever I'm looking or kind of seeking a relationship, mainly because it's so much easier to see 
who is out there and who is single, at least I find this, um, because I am not particularly busy outside of work. I don't really have a lot of hobbies or anything I do. Um, so there is very little chance of me meeting people normally. So I always find the apps are the best way of doing it. I think that's um, an added thing as well, though, because you just raised that point about apps and uh, it, making it easier to see who's single. It's also not just who's single, but who's willing to kind of accept that side of you as well, I think. So mm. the, the non, non-binary non side or yeah, the gender Yeah, the good fluid thing side. with apps as well is because you, you kind of have multiple pictures, or you can do, and you have a little uh, profile, it's easier to get across who you are than it is... Uh, in like a, well, if you're in a club or a pub or somewhere and you meet someone, because they'll, they'll see you as how you're presenting at that point in time. And obviously, something that people need to understand is that there are two sides. Um, so they could be really into, say, the male presenting one, and then you then need to sort of approach it approach them and say that look this is something i also do and i like to present this way and a lot of people can take that very badly if you don't tell them straight away um yeah no that makes sense i mean so so from what i've interpreted so you're using predominantly apps and you're when 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 you do use the apps you're 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 open on it from from the from the get go, is 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 that the same for you, Lucy? Yeah, I I it's been a long sort of journey. I think like Naomi as well, to be fair. Um, but I've got to a point now where I've just said I'm not going to hide away. I'm just going to. So I've I've kind of I've been a bit clever about it, and I've kind of I've got a, a male version of my account and a female version of my account. Uh, both both with both sides of me, but like the male version like sits you know the male side of me sits on on like the first picture and then the female side of me sits on the second picture this is on tinder and then on the other apps like it's other dating apps are available (laughs) do you have a match with yourself Uh, no no (laughs) because no because i've set it to women uh which we can talk about a bit more as well so um so i've got that and then i've got a few other apps as well, like Naomi. And I, I say as well, I prefer using apps because it's just like, A, it's obviously you know who's single and who's interested in dating as well, even if it isn't the potentially the best way to meet people. Um, and obviously meeting people in person tends to be a lot better. Um, then you've got the other thing about it, obviously, they can you can kind of express sides of you that maybe you wouldn't be able to do face to face straight away you probably wouldn't go and meet people dressed maybe you would i don't know but um but i don't think naomi and i would necessarily because we probably spend the majority of our lives uh out out of out of our female guises if you like so i think it's fair yeah. to say yeah i mean yeah. that's really interesting hearing that you've got both both camps i i so i met my girlfriend just before like the apps like tinder and stuff got big like uh, um but sure not in the senate it was it was it was on online it was it was through an online dating website but it was it wasn't it was um okay cupid which i think does have an app now but i guess yeah it was before i think it was literally like a year before tinder really sort of took off at least um amongst people i knew um but um it's really interesting to obviously hearing that you've got like sort of two different accounts and um wh- like Naomi, I, I'm guessing you've got one account which which is open about it. I mean, do these do these um, yeah, um, do these apps have um, options? So I know, like, again, is there the ability to go and put your gender identity within the apps, or is it very much defined male, um, female, or do you now? Yeah, so you can add your gender identity now. However, you still have to put yourself in either showing up on the male or the female side of things. So even if you're non-binary, you still have to choose a side. Um, so it's oh, not great. But they it's use still that quite pigeonholed. Yeah, it's not great, but they do that to figure out who would potentially be interested. So I put myself on the male side of things. Um, and then I have both male presenting and female presenting photos on there. Um 
and obviously I'm bisexual, so I'm open to anyone, so it wouldn't necessarily matter which side I'm on. However, it would matter for the other person, because if I'm on the female side of things, and it would obviously show me to straight men and, um, well, queer women, and then vice versa, if I'm on the male side of things, it would be straight women, or not necessarily straight women, but male attracted women and male attracted men um and it's just kind of figuring out who would be okay with it if that makes sense so in my head i don't go on the female side i don't put myself down as a woman because i don't think that is true I'm down the middle somewhere, but because I have an AMAB body, so a side male at birth body, I put myself on the male side of things because it's more likely that a gay man or uh, someone who is attracted to men will match than it is for a gay woman or someone like that. Do you wonder if it's also about, like, I guess attitudes or perceived attitudes so i guess would like if you put yourself on the female side i guess yeah like a a straight male or would probably be i don't know i guess would would respond more negatively than that as well i think it's because i have male pictures of me on that account Mm -hmm. so if i put myself on the women's side of things it just doesn't make sense for them to have male photos on that side yeah, it's almost yeah, like no, if that... you're if you're not if you're truly presenting as like non-binary or gender fluid, you would. Yeah, I, I find a lot of the accounts tend to do like, like if 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 girls are presenting more as guys or or like th- there's like more of a thing. You you kind of just have more of an androgynous look. I tend to find like they they tend to have like three pictures, but it'll be like them in makeup and it might be muted makeup and they might have a suit on or something or like a, like a more boyish haircut like what what we what society considers anyway as boyish but you know like all these kind of different things that they tend to have in in the mix whereas um i think it's a bit trickier if you're a cross-dresser or like gender fluid or kind of non in that sense non-binary because like it, it, like we almost do two extremes don't we sometimes i think naomi you're probably more you're probably more gender fluid than i am in that respect because you you do rock the sort of in between looks a lot more don't you but um uh yeah i I play around with them um because i quite enjoy the sort of well the blurring the lines i think you're very much uh i'm either presenting one way or the other i think i I think you i just like the vintage housewife aesthetic (laughs) I think you do play around with it a bit, but um, yeah, there's, I kind of do androgynous slash non-binary looks, so wearing female clothing with a beard and kind of long hair and stuff and makeup and yeah, so I've kind of played around with it a bit. I mean, so with with these apps, like, and forgive me because I, as I said, I'm not to I, I my understanding is obviously you you swipe yes if you like someone and if someone else swipes yes if they like you this is like then explaining you... a dating app to an older person yeah well no like i know it's like swipe left and swipe right i can't so remember if you which... like someone you swipe right you, if you don't so if you like sw- them you swipe left if you yeah, super and... like them you swipe up oh yeah yeah but which that's like the pay thing isn't it and so you get one free super like day yeah, there's a, there's really a really good episode about it accidentally as well. Oh yeah, I really... do it all the fucking time accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> there's a really good podcast I, I listen to about super likes. Um, why do you push that button? But um, obviously, listen to this one first. Um, but yeah, um, there. Yeah, so so yeah. Okay, so when do you find um, that you're like you get you do get matches that much, or do you do? Because I, I guess. Um, Obviously, like Lucy, you've got two accounts. Do you find one account gets more matches than the others, um, or it's really it's really interesting that question because I think um, it it really depends, and it, it it depends on like the time of year. Sometimes it depends on like just who's about. Obviously, like Naomi said, the pandemic has obviously changed a lot of 
the interaction and I, I I'd say I'm getting so much fewer sort of kind of views like just people appearing um and I do wonder if that's still the pandemic or if it's because I've kind of pushed I, I, I the boat out a little bit more people not going on it because they don't want to meet up with people and go on dates well it's just difficult because yeah, one you can't do it, it and two it's like, what's the point Obviously, at the time of recording, the pandemic is still pretty, uh, pretty um, obviously here. Um, so, yeah, maybe things will improve soon. I really hope that it starts to, because I'm kind of, I, I do get quite lonely, <laughs> and uh, I, I like meeting new people. And I think it, it, it's a, it can be an issue. And like even just going out, I think, and obviously this this podcast is about relationships, so it's about. We none of us have really had the chance to to flourish and and to build on our relationships as a group as well. I think, and it's it's been quite tricky for all of us. Well, I mean, it's been nearly a year since we were out. I think, right? Yeah. Or was it beginning of this year? Either way, it's, it's been of... like eight eight months or so, if not more. Um, yeah. And I think for relationships between this group of us, they've definitely been impacted. I think there's a lot of people have been struggling with their own mental health throughout this, um, but it is giving people a kind of good time for them to think of their relationship with themselves and what they want. Um, and yeah, they're committing to things and going ahead with things that they might not necessarily have done if you had the daily stresses of life. Mm. Yeah. Just going back to your point there about the dating apps, I think the, the reason why I've got two accounts is because I'm, I'm like in my day to day, I'm a marketing person. So I kind of like I've kind of marketed myself, if you like, online. You kind of you're sort of forced to really um, because you, you basically an entire relationship can be based on someone swiping on that first image you know it's just mad really how reduction like how how much of a reductionist kind of thing it is that y you literally get one picture which i think is quite hard for us as well as as non uh, non binary or gender fluid people um because obviously we've got to try and get across everything and if you put up a picture of you full full on dress like in drag or whatever then that might not be telling the whole story because like for me I'm I'm a gardener but I'm also really into makeup and that's my kind of binary life and it's kind of it, it, I think it's just um difficult to get everything across in an image but it's even more difficult if you're if you're trying to present this lots of different kind of facets of you as well yeah. one in thing i will respect. say about dating apps by the way is for anyone who is looking at sharing both sides of themselves you need to understand that people are really bigoted and are quite judgmental so if you have pictures of you as both a male and a woman a male and a female on there um you're less likely to get matches but at the same time it cuts out people who won't accept you so yes you're less likely to meet people and it's kind of a bit more waiting however generally you'll make better relationships out of it yeah it's about cutting yeah. out all that time you think that I've, I've i've um throughout my time kind of in relationships it's i think i told one person that i was dressing this was a while ago but i hadn't told anyone else and it was really hard um because i i i kind of knew that they probably wouldn't accept it and it's just like something in your head. You're like, oh, they probably won't actually. Like, it's not that I wouldn't tell them. It's just that. Well, it's, it's, it's more weird, preconceived societal uh, opinions, I think. Yeah. So, like, it's the whole idea that a man has to be masculine and has to be the protector of the house and has to be the money earner and all this other stuff, and that anything feminine is seen as weak, um, and kind of that whole patriarchal mentality. Unfortunately, it happens in relationships as well. People think that, oh, they're not masculine, they're not got muscles, they're not like got loads of hair and they're not over six foot or whatever, is seen as a less attractive mate by some people. Mm. Um, I mean, yeah, my, in part of my personal experience, anyone like that 
is more likely to be a kind of shitter person. They're more likely to be either immature or have beliefs that are kind of against my beliefs sort of thing. Um, I think it goes yeah. further than that, though, because I think it's like people can still be... People can be judgmental and slightly bigoted, but they can also... Their minds can be opened up if they're given the opportunity sometimes to, to, to rethink it. I think it's... <laughs> If you're going to, if you're going to go dating on an online app and you, you you're non-binary or you're gender fluid and you want to get that across, I, I would recommend like just looking at what side of you is probably the most dominant at the moment and play around with it, like do, do experiment because like you can just you can put up a picture of you all dressed up or you can do a you know like a an androgynous picture. Um, and these the other thing to point out as well is that like actually if you're getting that side of you across whilst you might not get as many like matches as like someone who's sat there with like a tiger or whatever it is you know like the ridiculous all those stupid pictures that you get or like girls and you're like joe exotic or whatever (laughs) there's this thing about like guys always like posing well it's the whole thing about like having pets and standing in front of an expensive car and all this other stuff and it's like uh, supposedly there's a whole science behind what gets you more matches but don't bother with that stuff like if if you're going to find someone to be in a relationship with you want someone who accepts you for who you are there's no point in trying to just get matches upon matches just because you want to find someone who is that special person don't you and yeah like, just to say this now naomi and i the stunners that we are i mean we probably don't get as many people interested in this as you might think you know uh, i know that um on the surface, we might look like goddesses, but um, you know, I probably pick up like one match a week, maybe if that. Yeah. Well, I was gonna. So I was gonna say because um, because I there's quite like an in, there's quite interesting um, like a lot of what you're saying aligns with what I've read about dating apps. So 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 I met my girlfriend on OkCupid, um, and that site used to put a lot of emphasis on. It had pictures and stuff, but it also put a lot of emphasis on um matches and you had to do all these questions um and basically the science behind it was that there were certain things which were like deal breakers for certain people or it was like certain things were really correlated with people and it, it had like a weird algorithm there um there but they as a result the the company that that um runs okay cupid who i think actually are the same company that owns match and tinder and stuff like that they did they used to do a lot of research and they they found that um whilst people who who were just sort of generically pretty so maybe let's say they're like a um someone that everyone would sort of say conventionally attractive they actually sort of got less matches uh than people who had like their quirks on show so um in in their study i think they looked at like tattoos and piercings and 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 colored hair and, and different hairstyles and stuff like that for things like that and um they found that those people they were hated by some people like so some people would just like you know they they wouldn't really engage at all but they they found that the people who really did engage actually would message and they would have like much longer conversations and um yeah like i think there was like a rating as well where people rated and the, and the ratings for for those matches were always higher um and and i think yeah maybe that that sort of sounds like it rings true a little bit where if you're non-binary yeah, you're you're not gonna get as the quantity of matches won't be there, but maybe the ones that you do get, if you're if you're being really open about it, will be a lot more quality matches or or people who you're not gonna have that issue further down the line when they they maybe struggle with it. Yeah, definitely, the quality of matches improves, I think, and uh, but I, I also wanted to say as well that whilst the matches do go a bit through, so I've had. Um, I've had dating apps for a long time. I've had them since 2015. So, you know, it's a good five years of on and off uh, with with a relationship in between. So, it's, and that relationship actually happened on Instagram. So it wasn't even a dating app, really. Um, and that's another thing to point out, actually. That, uh, if Don't get too focused on dating apps. There's still really good ways to do it. So if you happen to notice someone on Instagram that you really 
might might fancy like there's nothing wrong with just popping them a message and saying hey how are you you know like maybe a bit more adventurous but there's nothing wrong with like doing a little bit of that don't be creepy and don't you know do all that but like if you know you can obviously get friendly with someone first if you think that yeah, they just drop a message saying show me your boobs um, <laughs> which actually, we do often get actually uh, um, yeah. uh, we get quite a lot of them uh, but there's you know there's nothing there's no harm in like reaching out to people um, like there's lots of I, I mean I talk to a lot of people um, you know and, and I'm just I'm, I'm just out there really just making new acquaintances and friends but if the opportunity presents itself, then I wouldn't, you know, and I got on with someone, then I think that's, that. in fact, it's kind of like more of a fluid and kind of interesting ground, I think, places like Instagram and maybe Twitter and, uh, you know, anywhere anywhere like that that's going to, you're going to find new people. Um, and you think about the searchability as well, you know, like you're literally under a hashtag or something, so you, you're going to find new people. And if you go and meet up with them obviously after the pandemic uh, and they have friends who are part of their group maybe you might meet someone there you know there's so much that you can evolve out i think don't ever think about dating so much as like like you're meeting one person think of it more as like this is an opportunity for me to make new friends and then through those friends i might make you know new new people that might become partners or or might you know or maybe you'll find even better things, like you might find a new friend group and you end up moving in with them. You know, there's so much, like, stuff that's attached to this. Um, mm. and, and well, I think it's just good to think more fluidly about it and don't don't get disparaged if you only get five matches and none of them talk to you because that's just kind of how Tinder works, really, in places like that. And there's lots of more interesting... So Katie's talking about OkCupid. Hinge is really good as well. Like these apps that give you prompts so you can type things in about yourself and people have to like scroll through Hinge. So if they're on your page, it's not just your... Your picture obviously comes up primarily at the top, but you have to kind of scroll... Like you scroll down through and it almost creates more intrigue because it's like you have to put questions in. So one of mine is, hi, I'm gender fluid, which means that I like to be a gardener sometimes, but I also like to go home and put my makeup on. Um, so, you know, think about that and like ways you can introduce yourself on those as well. Yeah, that's a, a really good point. I mean, um, I really like the, the sort of the facts and, and we're obviously talking about relationships um, in love as well as um, with people. Um, and I like, I think your the point you just raised there, Lucy, really segues us into, you know, um, as someone who who maybe wants to maybe is non-binary maybe hasn't um expressed themselves out super openly with their existing friendship groups um how how do you go about that or how do you find people friends within the community so i think yeah looking on instagram obviously is a great way for finding friends i, I guess technically i guess we we all sort of were sort of introduced introduced somehow via some via having an instagram i guess but well, i mean we were all introduced so obviously we all had instagram accounts to share pictures and like kind of log pictures of mm-hmm. what we do through that obviously there's a community around that and there's communities around every little thing um so there's communities around tv shows around um fashion styles around makeup around sports around whatever there's always a community around it and if you interact with that community, you're likely to make friends, which is what happened with us. So we sort of started making friends within the community, and eventually the group chats formed. And in those group yeah. chats, you kind of get to know everyone better. And in those group chats, there have been relationships that have formed out of them. Um, so like Lucy said earlier, you don't have to use dating apps or websites or matchmaking services or anything if you get involved in a community you're likely to meet people and just by meeting people there is a possibility that you can start flirting with someone and you can start um forming a relationship that way yeah i think that's the thing isn't it it's it's i think whilst these i think these apps are great in terms of yeah like 
maybe making it less awkward. Well, I think that every, easy. dating it's, it's, dating's it's, awkward. It's 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 easy, but yeah, you yeah, like often like if I, I reckon if you if you ask anyone if you ask like your parents or, or people who who've fallen in love prior to dating apps and things like or how they met their 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 spouse or something, it's it's often like a weird thing. It's like, oh, I was at this party and I met this person or um we yeah they, they were the, friends the, sort of thing. yeah they they were the best friends of my housemate or i was in a tennis club or you know stuff like that so um but yeah no that's that's that, i as said yeah i think i and i think like now like um i feel like yeah there's there's so many things as well that makes it easier to interact it's like instagram obviously is a really great platform in in terms of finding people with similar interests but yeah there's obviously loads of like support groups on things like um meet meetups and obviously like facebook and 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 i guess discords and stuff is what i'm saying recently where it's like really easy to like sort of just have like informal conversation with like-minded people as well it's mad thinking about it when i first came into dressing uh well like properly online uh, it was like four years ago and I, I was looking at like forums and i was looking at i think it's tv chicks isn't it it's the classic oh yeah it's um <laughs> not a great and website it's at least not, not for but, me um it's it's definitely a different style of thing it's a dated website we like, it's, a, it's a dated dating website <laughs> yeah um so that I sort of came onto the forums on that and um not literally uh, <laughs> 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 I, found, I discovered the forums uh and and I was sort of, I noticed, because you could look up the local area, and there was, like, Bristol meetups, and I was thinking, oh, you know, maybe I could do that. But um, I never did. I never stepped forward. And, and it's, it's so funny, isn't it, thinking back to, like, pre-gender shake, like, I think, because a lot of us hadn't been out really before. And it was, must have been so such a sort of, it was such a solo experience, but it was quite lonely as well. It wasn't really a It was a surreal network. experience the first time we all met up. Because, oh, it's such a warm glow, wasn't right. it? it was so like... for those who don't know who this is, potentially their first episode of the podcast they've listened to, um, we all met through Instagram. And through Instagram, we some of our friends created a um, sort of meetup event called Gender Shake, which was for people who are outside the gender norms. So a lot of people who were questioning or anything like that... Um, kind of came along to this event because it was publicised on Instagram and it was kind of used through that. And a lot of the people who went along, it was their first time out, out of the house, presenting differently, presenting not the same as their birth gender uh, or their sex. Um, so it was a very surreal experience because all of these people are so nervous, they don't really know each other, but they're all eager because they all want to sort of go out and be able to present how they want to and doing it in a big group of people is a way of kind of relieving the pressure of doing it solo how did you see how did you see our first gender shake meetup i just uh, because because i i sort of saw it as like a because i'd been speaking to you to you two in bits online i think katie i didn't think i, I don't think i was speaking to you at the time no i don't I think, think we spoke naomi and i had sort of connected a bit we were liking but it's uh, like briefly passive. i think yeah and it was really through Je- jess i think and um, jessica blaze uh who i sort of jumped on one of her live videos i think and that that was when it all sort of you know she, she mentioned about doing an event but really we, we kind of all knew of each other didn't we we all knew of other mm. people in the group uh, slightly more famous people in the group who had lots of followers and we were like ooh uh, and it was so weird seeing everyone in the flesh I kind of felt like it was um, like a convention like the cross yeah convention. it's like um, one of those influencer conventions where you all go to and meet up with other influencers sort of thing except it, except it was an Airbnb <laughs> in the middle of like a, the middle of, of like it was London, like quite a dingy yeah. part of London wasn't it <laughs> yeah for for those of you who are at the Airbnb, well, yes, some of us aren't. aren't uh, uh, yes. Yeah, I I don't think I don't think I'd act, I think I'd liked I think I'd liked people on it on Instagram and I'd maybe messaged a few people, but like the thing is, I I think I I I do think there is like a it, like there is just an intrinsic awkwardness I think with messaging people on Instagram because because I guess like I think at the time I I guess you. I was actually quite new to Instagram in general. Like I, I had a, I had an Instagram 
for for like guy mode and that, but I like just did occasional posts. I didn't really do too much on it. And so I guess you don't really know why people are there because some people might just be there just to share. Um, some people might be there, you know, to meet people. Some people, it's obviously maybe trying to be an influencer, you know. Well, probably not so much in our community, but um, but you know, it's it's it's. So I think like my messages were always very like, and I never like I always felt too awkward to keep like get a conversation going. Um, whereas I think after meeting people in person, you sort of like. Oh well, like now, Instagram is just the main. It's a platform that I think everyone uses actually to share their photos, and it's it's a platform which obviously has a messaging functionality, and and, and that's where the conversation happens. But um, so I think yeah, I think like as as much as like doing stuff like and and having building friendships online are important. I think yeah, when obviously there's not a global pandemic that's limiting this. I think yeah, being able to 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 meet people in in person. I think you there's so many more nuances, you know, like body languages and and sort of you get a more genuine feel for someone. You get a more genuine feel for someone, do you? <laughs> well, not not in that way, but like like for example, like I think even even so, so it was when you at the first gender shake was it, Katie? It was you. Yeah, you it was. It I I was I actually yeah wore the um. I actually had like track suits and a bald cap and you know ugly, like a, an ugly man mask to to yeah to feel people no um <laughs> but yeah but I I think I think that's and I think that's for me I think relation like in terms of relationships is yeah online is it's only so far and I think even when I was when I was doing online dating and stuff um, which again obviously I didn't have the the complications of um, either even sort of cross-dressing or or being in a uh, non-binary at the time i guess or, you had, or you had a cfax number didn't you i didn't know i didn't have a C. but like you, you the, the the aim was always like to like like the, the the few dates i went on when i when i when i went there it was always it was always like you, you chat for ages and you're like actually should we just meet up and like just go for a coffee or go for go for a pint or you know um so we've spoken a lot about um finding new relationships so both romantically and obviously more platonic and friendship based relationships. Um, but we're, we're talking about sort of all sorts of relationship uh, issues this episode. And I was wondering, um, it might be interesting to go and talk about how being non-binary has impacted any sort of existing relationships that you, you had and ones that hopefully have, uh, have continued or, or um, maybe changed a little bit um, since, since then. I mean, I, I can go first. So obviously I, I guess, as I, as I mentioned, I, I'm I'm in a relationship, um, and so for me, I guess discovering that well, I think initially, obviously, discovering that I enjoyed cross-dressing, at what, what I called it at the time, and then discovering I was gender fluid sort of happened a few years into a relationship that I'm still in. I'm pleased to say, but um, it was sort of yeah for me, it's it's, it's been an interesting one because I guess it's sort of been me learning about myself and also my partner learning. Um, I mean, I'm really fortunate where we've, I've always been quite, like from day one, I was quite open about it. Um, and, and we're, we're sort of able to be quite open about how we're feeling about it and stuff. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I think seeing you at your birthday was, it was really nice actually seeing the dynamic between you both. Um, you could kind of see like you'd, you'd worked through quite a lot and it was quite a good um from from what i could see anyway i'm not a, i'm not a yeah uh, i'm not a soothsayer yeah. um yeah no <laughs> i mean i mean well yeah i mean as i said i i think we as i said we we think so i think there's always like questions and stuff about what it means and stuff and um like my girlfriend is is cis and um straight so isn't necessarily like is is open to the fact that i identifies gender fluid but obviously isn't attracted to the female side of me from a from a from a physical perspective i guess and and stuff like that and that's absolutely fine but um but as i said yeah i mean for me actually i think like the i i would i would argue there's aspects where our relationship is stronger because i think it's almost like this is a side of me which i didn't understand about myself and i've obviously been able to discover it with with her and 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 yeah and i um yeah my girlfriend's really supportive like she 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 in fact like 
if you if you follow me on Instagram, a majority of my pictures are actually taken by her, and she helps me out with. Uh, she helped me out obviously like when I started in, in terms of like learning about like, makeup and stuff like that. But but yeah, I mean it's in their I don't interest know. really, isn't it? I think partners. Um if if you've been together for a long time, it's obviously like they they care about you. So if if like you say, there doesn't have to be like a, a sexual attraction or a sexual element to it. It it can literally just be uh okay, you like doing this. It's like it's like um uh I like painting or like, you, I like drawing, but I don't expect or if you, my if you like to. if you like football, <laughs> if you like football and you like go to the yeah, football exactly. match every weekend and you like obsess with it, you do fancy football, you wear football shirts all the time, you know, you're just football mad. You watch Sky Sports News every every evening, or I, I don't know. I'm, I'm Are not we into describing football. our demographic here. The people that are listening right now. This, <laughs> no, but but no, but I think but I think example. I think I think I think it's good to illustrate it with the other. But I mean, I guess like so for both of you have because I as I, I said you're you're using dating apps now, but I guess that with um I guess cross dressing or or being non-binary, have you have you been in relationships where they maybe it's not been known and you've you've had to sort of talk about it sort of after maybe you started dating or or anything like that i um, uh, yeah to, well, you go first, sorry sorry naomi um i was just gonna say because i've got a couple of good um so for for the first part of like my dating life i didn't tell anyone I, actually i told my first girlfriend that i like used to wear dresses um but i wasn't really interested anymore but um, this was a lie <laughs> Which is a lie because I was obviously still interested in it. Um, but then the subsequent relationships, I didn't really. I actually, one of my exes, who I won't tell anyone the name of because it's embarrassing, but I did actually kind of maybe access some of her outfits. Um, but that's often what we do, and that's probably one of the reasons why cross dressing is seen as a bit of a creepy thing because it's like invading people's spaces. But when you're in a situation where you just don't know who you are, what you're doing, and there's no support around you really, um, it, you question things and you think about things and you think, no, I really shouldn't touch that, but actually I kind of want to see what that looks like on me. And, you know, it's just like, kind of like, I guess, like, like girlfriends when they're together, you know, like just try each other's clothes on and actually guys i know a lot of guys that try each other's clothes on to see what it's like and it's kind of a bit like that but it's obviously often frowned upon in society um it was only really like probably about five years ago i actually came out to one of my girlfriends because i thought she was going to be a lot more accepting of it and she kind of was she gave me a palette an eyeshadow palette and kind of helped me a little bit with stuff but I think it was still quite a shock and it just wasn't quite, it it was tricky. Um, so I didn't really... How long How long had you been going out for? See, the thing is as well, I sprang it on her as well a little bit. I was just in bed and I was like, oh, by the way, I do this. <laughs> because that's just the way I tell people. It's just like, it's easy. Um, but I think we've been going out for about six or seven months. So quite a well, while. Yeah, quite maybe longer actually, maybe nine, eight or nine months maybe. Um, so, but she was she was really she was supportive in a way, but she wasn't like probably in the same way that your girlfriend is, your current girlfriend, is, your, your present girlfriend is with you, Katie. Because obviously this we're talking in the past, but um, yeah, it was it was it was a it was a funny one, and then that kind of. And then, yeah, I didn't, I didn't get, I, 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 the whole time I was exploring myself and like finding my, my mojo, I guess, um, and getting on Instagram and stuff. I didn't, I didn't have any partners really. I went dating, but I was dating male self and I didn't really, I, it was only really like, I think 2018 that I did the two accounts and I started pushing Lucy as well as Dave. And I was just try, trying to push the both. Um, and then I yeah. met my uh so in my last relationship it was all on instagram basically because that was just through like you know like um i just found that person through through lots of different ways um so, and that was great because it was like fostering actual like they were really into both sides and they were actually we you know we did explore it a little bit 
um, and we we went out together and stuff, and it was really good. Um, but I, when that kind of ended, it was difficult because I was like, well, it, it's not often that you get people that are so accepting of it. So I was I was a bit like, um, I guess Naomi and I we're probably in the same you're probably in the same position as me at the minute. Really, I think it's it's tricky because you you are literally you've got a big dartboard, but you're firing a dart at like a space on the board that's very specific and you can see the whole dartboard but you know you're only firing at one specific thing and you could potentially be other people and, and do other things and you know you could be like just male self and go out um but that's not being true to yourself and i think it's 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 a tricky line sometimes i, I don't know i'm just getting to the point where i'm like yeah it would be nice to like actually go on dates again <laughs> No, thank you for sharing that. I, I said um, it's it, it's interesting to hear. Sorry, I mean, Naomi, did you do you have a, a similar sort of story at all, or, um, or a similar experience? Well, I mean, I've dated people in the past um, that I've met through dating apps with my male presenting self on there only, um, and eventually I have told them. Um, most of the time, they didn't really give a shit. Um, it wasn't necessarily something they were particularly eager for me to do in their company, but they didn't care, really. Um, I mean, all the relationships fell apart for other reasons, not the non-binary part of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've been quite lucky in that most of the people I've dated have been relatively liberal. Um so they're all, I would say, more accepting than anyone else, really. Um, not always the case, but I think generally it is. Um, but yeah, I don't even think it's just a a relationship thing either of how it's changed by coming out later. Um, for example, I came out to one of my friends... Um, quite late into the relationship where we knew each other um and it massively changed her opinion of me not in a bad way it was just like i feel like i came across as this quite macho sort of person and then when it finds out when they find out that hang on this person also looks great in a dress and is interested in more feminine or more things more traditionally seen as feminine it changes someone's opinion of you because obviously the vision in their head of you is different from your vision in your head of you and everyone else's vision in their head of you no single person has the same image in their head when they think of you um but things change whenever you tell them new things um so kind of yeah coming out as non-binary or various things like that changes their opinion it's not always a bad thing and most of the time people are quite accepting but it obviously does change it does change the dynamic of the relationship um i think that's kind of the main reason why a lot of people don't necessarily come out because they don't want that relationship dynamic to change but i will say that everything changes eventually there's no point putting things off just because you're scared I feel like at some points you just have to get, keep going. You've just got to walk past it. Just keep walking. Um, things change all the time. You can't try and keep something there because it will change eventually, whether that's because they get into a relationship or whether that's because um, something changes on their end, you stop being friends, all these other, various other things. I think you just need to be open and yeah, open to change really um so i know naomi's touched on this a little bit earlier in the podcast but w you have to if you're going to present non-binary you kind of have to expect the fact that it's it's a silent treatment but it's kind of you you kind of almost know in your head that like some people are just you might get a match from someone say uh and then they'll disappear and so I do this thing where I wait like an hour or two and I see if they're going to still be there. And it's sort of like holding out and trying to work out whether 
Um, so I'm going to repeat that because I just said the door go. I didn't hear it through the mic, so you probably were right. Yeah, I picked up on mine. Are we are we going back into relationships again, like um, dating stuff or? I was just going to touch on the attitudes because something came into my head about the fact that, like, um, what Naomi was saying about how things change. I know. Okay, I'll wrap it up and then we can do the next bit. Um, so just going on from what you were saying, Naomi, I think uh, earlier in the podcast about women and, and, and attitudes of, of maybe female and, and males as well, it, it doesn't matter which way you're going, uh, is that obviously they... They might have a presupposed kind of idea about about um, how how you should present. I think if you're in a relationship with someone and you're you're struggling to come out, because I know that one of my friends, uh, Patrick, who does Well Man Patrick service, he gets a lot of people coming in who have been in marriages for 20, 30 years and they still haven't come out to their partner, and that's their chance to shine. And then they pack it all in and they don't do it for months. Um, And quite often they're not happy. Uh, You you know, I think there's, you have to make a choice sometimes and you you have to be true to yourself and you have to be real in yourself. And it's probably easy for me and Naomi to say that now because we're, we're single, but honestly, we've been in situations just like if you, if you listen to this podcast and you're in this situation now, just like you and I think it's more important to be true to yourself and to um, find that element of you and you, you're going to be so much more confident and so much more about yourself um, than it is to pretend and hide away for all those years. Um, I know personally in myself that like, I wouldn't want to die being someone I'm not. And so if that means, you know, going, just exploring this side of me more and presenting and walking out in the street in a skirt and like finding a partner who will support me in that respect even if they don't know straight away then that's what I'm going to go for and you know even if I'm in like a five-year relationship with someone and yeah it'd be tricky but I, I never put my principles aside because I think it's so important to be true to yourself yeah I was I was actually gonna like to add to that I think if you're because because i think with 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 non-binary being non-binary i guess like obviously you're not defined by your gender or your gender identity or your sexuality or anything but obviously i guess it is it's a big part of 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 like at least i i think i think it's a big part of your life you know if 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 that's if if that's how you identify and ultimately i think your if your relationships if the relationships that that know that you're you're non-binary you're being able to be true you 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 may also find that some of your relationships actually improve because they feel like you're being more honest and you and and also the people who who will sort of gather around you will support you and stuff they're they're people who are aligned with 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 probably more with your worldview than um yeah than people there and as i said i i i think if i look at my my friend friendship group where i guess i've I said I'm really open um, with 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 anyone really, um, but I guess in my friendship group, like the the friends that a lot of my friendships I say have gotten better, and it, it may also be the fact that we now have like a, a few additional shared interests which they just assumed I weren't wasn't interested. Um, and as I said, in in my head, I can only think of really like one relationship or one like close friend who I feel like since we've maybe not been as close, but I think ultimately if you can't if 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 you're if if you have a friend who can't accept you for who you are like do you want to be friends with them i guess or um there so so as i said i i think i think being open can can lead to positives even though you might have that sort of painful transition period of of, of certain people maybe dropping out we should also add as well um don't rush into coming out to everyone straight away if you're in those situations because you just take it time doing it because actually that can throw people if you're you know if you're maybe catching them at a wrong point or to take your time and just it, actually the the age old thing of 
I have something to tell you and it's quite important tends to work quite well I know that kind of puts people on tenterhooks but actually uh, it, it kind of prepares them as well and people hate that but at the same time it's it's good because it, it you're you're saying to them I have something really important to tell you and it kind of just kind of switches their brain onto like a different kind of cognitive function I find they're kind of more aware of it you know I've they get some... prepared for the worst like they expect you to give them some news about like a medical problem or um like somebody has died or something like that so I think they get almost really like put into the release isn't it afterwards they're like oh, yeah it, it's almost a relief um <laughs> one thing i will say about all of this as well is make sure the opportunity is right don't necessarily you don't have to sit down and say look i've got something to tell you if it fits into the conversation roll with it like if if you're talking about i don't know trans people or whatever or lgbt community and someone says something and it's a good opportunity to say well i don't think that but that's only coming from someone who's gender fluid and you don't have to necessarily have told them before you can just drop it into a conversation um yes they'll ask questions on the back of that but most of the time they won't really care it's just going to be a bit of a surprise also remember you don't have to tell everyone like it's not like a thing that you have to say to like everyone and their dog, you know, every man and their dog. Like it's, it's literally like the people that you think are going to be more accepting. So one thing that I used to use is I sort of have meters, like measures of how I think people are going to respond. Things like if they're into drag race, if they're, um, if they're in the city as well and they're kind of going to these events, um, if they like theatre or makeup and stuff, like it kind of opens you up and you can have a very relative conversation with them about something. Because you can say, well, actually, I really like, you know, painting my face with makeup and I've been practising. Look, here's some pictures. And you show them like a physical example of like how you're doing it. It can really open their mind up to something. Actually, this is a really important point. If you have an Instagram feed, and you can show them pictures of you and you're confident doing this. Obviously, as we say, choose the right moment when you're confident. Then do, because it stops them from thinking that maybe this is like something completely different. And and what happens is if you give them a gap where you haven't shown them something visual, they then think based on how society is kind of feeding information sometimes into people, if they're not kind of sure of it they'll start might start reading into it and they might start finding things that maybe you don't necessarily want them to you want to tailor it towards how you are because we're all different like naomi's version of how she how she wants to present and katie's version and my version are all different and so we we want to tailor our own kind of approaches to it so it's really important that you almost have a portfolio so you can say to them like here's me this is what i do and this is this applies to dates as well. So if it's your second date or your third date, I know one of the uh, one of our friends in the group did that, did that on their date, and they're in a happy marriage now, and they've got a kid. Like you know, it's it's about just choosing your moment and 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 also having a bit of a visual thing maybe to go on as well. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I would throw back is there there for some people it, it, you can be a bit more open and and I, I and this is linking to episode 2 of envious um the pronoun lowdown um is is obviously sometimes it might just be very obvious i think as well like if you choose to use they them pronouns you should obviously be able to go and be open about that and obviously some people put it in their email signatures i said this is probably a different episode altogether to talk about this and it's probably a, a we could go down a rabbit hole um, so late into the podcast um, with it, but I think I as I said I, I think I think it'll be different for everyone. As I said, like some people, yeah. But I as I agree with you, Lucy. Like it shouldn't be something where you feel like you have to do it, and to the extent where you you it's going to negatively have impact potentially negative impact to your life, or um, or it's it's just not the right right thing for you. Um, from that side and and and, it, and yeah and it maybe doesn't need to be like a big event for things it can be more casual uh, like Naomi said well I think that's a good place to end um it's been quite an insightful episode I think um I think we pretty much covered a lot of what people would have questions about um and it, if you do have questions either 
message in to the MBS podcast uh, Instagram account or email us at mbspodcast.gmail.com. Yeah, and don't forget to uh, like and share uh, this podcast if you enjoyed it. Um, leave us a review on, on something like Apple Podcasts. It really helps um, in terms of uh, getting this podcast out there. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We hope you'll tune in for the next episode. Don't forget to subscribe to hear all the latest podcasts. Bye. Yeah, just thought we'd give a bit of advice. Yes, welcome to so, Late Night Love with me. The- <laughs>